Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Gridiron. I'm Jay. I got a real special treat for you guys today. Um, first off, get to the Saints. The New Orleans Saints versus the Buccaneers. Hell of a game, man. Um, I hate to say I told you so. Um, Scott, if he was here, but I told you so. Um, we straight dominated those people. Um, like I said, we own the Buccaneers, 38-3. I mean, if you look in the first quarter, I mean, it was pretty much over from the jump. Um, 14 to nothing in the first quarter. Um, 17 nothing in the second quarter. Third quarter, they tried to make it a little tighter with neither one of us going. And in the fourth quarter, 7-3, which made it 38-3. Man, we straight took those people apart. Uh, Drew Brees was 26 a 30 of 32 for 222 yards and full touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, <laughs> hey, it don't get really much better than that. Um, Taysom Hill even got in and threw him two passes for 48 yards. And even the old, old James Winston went one for one for 12 yards. Uh, we just basically just did whatever we wanted to do against the Buccaneers. Uh, credit Sean Payton and Drew Brees. Uh, for putting this game plan together. Uh, and I can't leave out the defense. Dennis Allen, kudos to him. Um, we finally playing up to our talent and our potential, and this is what happens. Uh, I said if we beat the Buccaneers that I thought that we was going to basically own the um, NFC. Now we it looks like we have the number one seed as, as of now in the NFC, so we would get the bye, so that's huge. Uh but back to that game. Talking back about the game, um, Taysom Hill rushed the ball a couple of times for us. Um, that's huge. I, I, <laughs> it just amazes me that how this guy is able to just you know what's coming when we line up when, when he come to um game. You know he's gonna run the ball and he's just managed to just to just keep piling up the stats on him for whatever reason. I I think one of the Analyst said he's the most feared rusher in the, in the league, hey, and that that's a pretty big dude that can run real fast. So uh, I think I agree with him now. Um, but Alvin Kamara ran the ball nine times for 40 rushes, averaging 4.4 a rush with a touchdown. Murray, um, 10 rushes with 39 yards, 3.9 yards a rush, no touchdowns. Um, a lot of our backups actually got some action. Dwayne Washington with five rushes. Um, Michael Burton got a rush in. Uh, Michael Thomas came back. Welcome back, Michael Thomas. Five receptions for 51 yards. Um, Deontay Harris, he's starting to get more uh, time in <clears throat> at the wide receiver spot. Excuse me. Um, he had one catch for 40 yards. Um, the, the rookie Adam Troutman that we drafted had three catches for 39 yards and a touchdown. Emmanuel Sanders, who just got off the COVID list, had four catches for 38 yards and a touchdown. Um, Jared Cook had two catches for 30 yards, and he should have probably had like two touchdowns. Um, he had a tough game with two two fumbles. I think that's just the case. Uh, he was trying to do a little too much, trying to make the play, but I think Coming up against the 49ers, he's probably going to bounce back. <clears throat> and on defense, once again, uh, our defense was phenomenal, man. Uh, like I said, shout out to uh, Dennis Allen and that whole, that whole 
everybody, that whole coaching staff up and out for putting that together. Completely just shutting Tom Brady down, man. Um, one of Tom Brady's worst worst games in his career, and that's that's saying a lot. Uh, overall, Tom Brady went 22 or 38 for 209 yards, no touchdowns, and three interceptions. Wow, man, that's that's saying a lot. Uh, Ronald Jones had three carries for nine yards. Um, Leonard Fournette had one carry for New Yards. <laughs> Playing Gabbard had one carry for a negative yard. So, yeah, they basically ran the ball four times and kneeled down one time. And they basically... <laughs> That's amazing, man. So, they basically ran the ball four times for eight yards. That's excellent lose, man. That's major disrespect to those people. They basically came in and said they was going to throw the ball every single time. Um... And now they see what happens. That's that's amazing, man. Um, Mike Evans had four catches for 64 yards. And um, I have to say none of those catches or yards came against Marshawn Lattimore. He's been able to dominate him for these matchups, these uh, last couple of matchups. They've, they've built a rivalry. Um, Leonard Fournette was the actually second leading receiver with Six receptions for 41 yards, man. That's amazing. Leonard, that's not even his game, but that shows you what kind of night that was. Chris Godwin had three catches for 41 yards. He's playing with a broken finger or whatever that is he's dealing with. Antonio Brown, AB, much much anticipated. Antonio Brown, three catches for 31 yards. Um, Not to say that that's not going to be a good connection or whatever with Tom Brady, but Ah, Saints said we ain't not having that. Not tonight. Scotty Miller had one catch for 10 yards. Um, we just basically just took over those dudes. Whole game plan and whatever they tried to do, we basically didn't let them do it. And like I said, man, we got to give a, a big shout out to Dennis Allen. Cameron Jordan <clears throat> came in first play of the game. Set the tone. Uh, Trey Henderson's been playing phenomenal. Marcus Davenport. Uh... Shout out to uh, Marcus Williams getting another interception. Malcolm Jenkins. Um, once again, our defensive line even got an interception. So, hey, the whole defense, the whole team just played great. Uh, now, looking ahead this week, we're going to be playing the 49ers team that beat us last year by two points. It was a, uh, it was a thrilling game. They, beat, they actually beat us in New Orleans, so we actually owe them now. We're catching them at an inopportune time because they have multiple starters and pro bowl type players injured right now. So, by the, by technically, by the books, we should actually beat them tomorrow. But this is what I call a trap game. Um, we usually lose these type of games. After playing a big game against the Buccaneers, beating them down like we beat them down, the Saints usually come out and lose these type of games. Hopefully, we stay focused this week. We come out. Um, get this little win and we just keep it going um, looking at the game um, they're going to be missing Debo Sanders Richard Sher- Sherman Jimmy Garoppolo um, Jimmy Bosa, Solomon Thompson Thomas, my bad, excuse me um, that starting safety um, I, I slipped from my mind the guy's name right now but they, you get the point they're missing basically their whole team um, but I think this game's still going to be kind of competitive. 
I want to say Vegas is giving the 49ers 13 and a half points. Uh, I think we can cover that. That's if we come out and play. We're going to know a lot about this game right at the beginning. The first snap, whether it's on offense or defense, how this game is going to go. I still see the Saints pulling that one out. We owe those people. Um, I think Drew Brees is going to continue to get his chemistry back with Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. Um, Alvin Kamara is going to continue to be great. Um, Murray is going to continue to do his role. And my question is, is the defense going to come back out and show out like we showed out last week? That's the big question. Um, We got to stay consistent. We can't come out and play great one week and then come out the next week and play down to our competition. I think that's a lot of the Saints' problems. Um, too many times we go out and we beat one, beat some of the best teams in the league and beat them down, and then the next week we come out and lose to teams that we shouldn't lose to. Um, so I think Sean Payton's going to do a good job of making sure the team stays focused. Um, and I think we're, we're going to come out and get this game. Uh, looking at surprises of the year um, surprises of the year for me I'm going to actually say I'm going to get at to Drew Brees believe it or not because Drew Brees to me this year has shown me a lot um, and I knew he he already had courage he already had talent but I didn't know after watching Drew Brees how we ended the season last year and how I thought this was my theory. Just hear me out, y'all. Hear me out. This was my theory. When Drew Brees got hurt, I thought that was going to be a blessing in disguise. I'm talking about last year when Drew Brees got hurt. I thought that was a blessing in disguise for Saints because I'm like, man, you know, it's been seeming like the last few years, Drew Brees, we get into the playoffs and we make a a, a deep push and I feel like Drew Brees like kind of like he spurter on us or he he give out on us or something. You know what I'm saying? So I figured if Drew Brees missed half the season, by the time he come back, he started getting the chemistry back with the team. He'll be fresh by the time it's playoff time. Well, man, we played the Vikings and in my eyes at least, in my eyes at least, I know he was getting pressure or whatever. We see what pressure could do to guys like Drew Brees and Tom Brady, obviously, 38-3. Um... But he just didn't he just didn't make a lot of plays. Like I feel like it was a lot of plays he could have made that game that um vintage Drew Brees would make. And I just I just thought he was gonna go off into the sunset, to be honest. So when they announced he was coming back, I kinda I kinda was skeptical about this right here, man. I didn't know how it was gonna play out. Then with the comments he made about, you know, the kneeling. We're not going to even get into that. I think we moved past that. I'm not going to even bring that back up. I just thought that it was going to be tough. I didn't know how the team was going to respond to him, man. Um, and then we start the season off. Michael Thomas gets hurt. We miss him. We, he basically missed, up to this point, half the season. Um, then Emmanuel Sanders uh, gets uh, coronavirus. He misses two, three games. Um, then within that same span, um, we actually played a game within like our whole secondary base basically didn't play. Then we played a game where we, we was missing so many offensive linemen, like basically the, the, uh, 
the main guys on offense that we can consistently say have played has been Drew Brees and Alvin Kamara. Other than that, at some point, I feel like everybody on offense, whether it be offensive line or wide receiver, um, I feel like they've been hurt or something that happened. Um, so when you think about what Drew Brees had to work with this year, uh, he throwing the guys coming off the practice squad, guys coming off the street, um, fifth and sixth screen wide receivers, guys we ain't even never heard of. We ain't even know they was on the team. And and he come out there and we getting W's with these guys, man. So I think this is kind of like one of his best performances. You know, um, he's still completing um, 74, 75% of his passes. Uh, got 17, 17 touchdowns, I believe. He got the three interceptions. Um one of my biggest things I've always, one of my biggest knocks I always had on Drew Brees is I felt like he was, you know, towards these last few years, towards the end of his career, like where we at right now, I felt like he was dinking and dunking. Like too many times I felt like he would try to throw it to Alvin Kamara for two yards or he'd try to throw it to Michael Thomas for like four yards. Man, um, I just felt like we, we need to do more than that. And um, this year, um, second game with Michael Thomas being back, coming back. Uh, first game with Michael Thomas coming back, uh, it looked like he had a little more zip on the ball. I don't know if it's because he was playing Tom Brady or um, had a little chip on his shoulder or what was going on. But if you if Drew Brees in the offense and that defense going to continue to play like that, man, I take our odds against anybody. That's the Chiefs, the, the Steelers, the Raiders, the Rams, the Cowboys. We're definitely Cowboys. Um, I take my chance with that. But... Uh, <laughs> Moving on, um, like I was saying about uh, the 49ers, uh, I think this is going to be what I call like a trap game. Actually, I would say we have three trap games in a row because we're going to play the 49ers this week and next week we're going to play the, the Falcons and the week after that we're going to play the Broncos. Now, all of these people have losing records, but I mean, you can't let, you, we can't get caught up in that, man. All we can do is play what we got in front of us, and I think that's got to be the big picture, what we need to uh, recognize, and people not even realizing this, Atlanta started off slow, 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 but they done won two, three straight games in a row, now they back in third place, um, I hope the Saints learned their lesson from last year, we was in the same predicament, um, and the Falcons come to the Superdome and bust our bubble, you know? So, we got to be prepared for these teams that's not necessarily good teams that's still trying to, first of all, uh, everybody loves to pop somebody's bubble. Uh, And to tell you the truth, without looking too far ahead, I kind of won't, first of all, (laughs) this is going to sound hypocritical, but hear me out. I kind of want the Falcons to continue to win uh, just a little bit, just enough. They not, I don't want them to get close to making the playoffs or none of that. Um, but I want them to win just enough so they don't get a good draft pick. So it's a catch-22, so they're going to lose and they're going to lose. So they're going to win just enough. They're not going to make it to the playoffs or get a chance to win the division or none of that. Um, but they're going to win it just enough games where they don't get a good draft pick. That's how I feel about that. Yeah, G stuff. Um, but... Uh, Moving on to some more subjects around the league. Um, the NFC East. Boy, I could talk a whole hour just about that. That whole, just about that. It, on this, 
on its own. Um, I don't know who's going to win that division. Um, I know most people are probably trying to say the Eagles. Delusional Cowboy fans probably just feeling entitled like they just just know they're going to get it. Even though everybody's trash. Uh, Folsom Junior High can beat the Cowboys. It's all I'm concerned. And uh, I probably put money on it. Um, Washington football team. Uh, <laughs> the New York Giants. I, I really don't know where to go with this. Uh, most people, like I said, most people probably trying to say the Eagles going to win. Um, man, I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, either way it go, I feel like the whole system, the way the NFL is constructed, constructed um, with the playoff system, need to be changed because there's no way you mean to tell me. Um, put it like this: um, there's a there's a chance that the Buccaneers won't even make the playoffs. Not saying that I'm gonna cry losing any sleep about that. But there's a chance the Buccaneers can probably end up winning 9, 10 games, 11 games or something like that. And they don't even get in the playoffs. The system just don't make no sense. When you look at it right now, the Eagles have... Three wins, four losses, and a tie. In second place, you have Washington, the Washington football team with two wins and six losses. The Cowboys have two wins and seven losses, and the Giants have two wins and seven losses. So when you look at it, one of these teams is going to get in with five wins, and, and, and it's going to have a team with nine to ten wins not even going to get in the playoffs. That don't even make sense, just because they won the division. Well, obviously, just looking at it from what I just told you, you make your own assumptions. Um, the Eagles are winning right now with three wins and four losses. Everybody else have, has at least six losses. That's insane. Um, <clears throat> I feel like, just my opinion, we, uh, well, they need to do something about that. Like, I don't care if you win your division. If you win your division with six wins, it's really, it's really pointless when you have another team over there that's balling, actually fighting has nine, ten wins, and they can't even get an opportunity to win the Super Bowl. I feel like if you win five games, there's no way you should have an opportunity to win the Super Bowl. But staying on that same topic, uh, the NFC East, as I mentioned before, uh, the Eagles are actually winning it. Um, right now, it's looking like <laughs> um, they're actually going to win it. They have a, uh, <clears throat> a game-and-a-half lead on the Washington football team. Um They've won three games, lost four, and had a tie. Um, the Cowboys, uh, there's been noise that they're actually tanking for uh, Trevor Lawrence. Um, that's just, like, how, how much are they going to disrespect that man, Dak Prescott, man? Um, if I'm if I'm him, I'm just sitting back, just like, all right, you know what I'm saying? The price is just going up, you know what I'm saying? Um, but... As you know, I'm not a Cowboys fan, so like I said, I'm not going to cry for them neither. Um, I just want them to win a few more games. That way, they don't have a good draft pick neither. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's, it's just it's, it's amazing how these guys are finding ways to lose games. Like that defense, like how 
how have you managed to give up 290 points and you've only scored 204 points? There's no way, no type of mat, like, formula for you to ever, like, have a, a winning record. When you've given up 200, almost 300 points and you've only scored 200 points. Um, that in itself is the reason why if I'm back, uh, yeah, I need, I need all my dollars, bro. You know? Um, moving on, uh, talking about the Cowboys, since we talking about the Cowboys, they actually gonna have a chance at Believe It or Not. Um, Sunday, they gonna end up playing, they gonna end up playing, well, the next game, they gonna end up playing the Vikings, I believe, um. That's a winnable game, believe it or not. Um, if you've been paying attention to the Cowboys, uh, I actually do pay attention to the Cowboys because I just... It's a comedy. It's a comedy. I enjoy watching them. I enjoy watching their mistakes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> they actually have a chance. Um, Kirk Cousins. I, I don't know what's going on with Kirk Cousins. Um, this man's br- brilliant. He's a genius. So he's managed... To get all this money out of these people. Um, and I just don't know. I think they should have just kept Case Keenum. Um, Case Keenum was the guy, as much as I hate to talk about it, was the guy that was part of the Minnesota Miracle. One of the luckiest plays ever in NFL history. Um, that's neither here or there, but I think they should have just stayed with Case Keenum. Um, that's a gettable game. If you pay attention to the Cowboys, they actually been playing games close, playing better as of late. Um, if they're able to some type of way, this is a long shot. If they're actually able to slow down um, Dalvin Cook, um, Kirk Cousins has shown that he has he doesn't have the ability to um, to actually win games. He has the ability to lose them for whatever reason, but he just doesn't have the ability to win the big games. Last year, I'm just gonna say that was a fluke. That was an anomaly. I don't expect to see Kirk Cousins do that on a consistent basis. That's just my opinion. You know me for the crossword, whatever. Um, I just think um, Ezekiel Elliott, if I'm a Cowboys fan, um, Ezekiel Elliott has to uh, take this team and put this team on his back like we've seen the, um, the Eagles do. Uh, every game is a must win. They got to go out here. They got to beat the Vikings. Um, they going to get their shot to play the Washington, the Washington football team again. And they should beat them, you know, uh, they should beat. No, I'm not gonna even. Get, I'm not gonna even give them that credibility. Um, but they did play this. Judging by the game, watching the Steelers game, um, they should be able to beat. They should be able to beat uh, the 49ers, the Washington Football Team, the Vikings. Um, they should technically be able to beat the Bengals. That'll be a good one. Um, I don't know. It's a toss-up anytime these teams like play each other. The Eagles, they're going to get a chance to play the Eagles again, obviously. They're going to get a chance to play the Giants again, obviously. It's a toss-up. So, just by that schedule right there against the, Was- uh, uh, the Washington, the Bengals, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the 49ers, um, they have a chance to get to six to, six to seven wins. They should get six to seven wins. Um, but this is the Cowboys we're talking about. They'll get three of them and fall just short and they'll lose to the Giants in the last game of the year. Just me knowing the Cowboys. <laughs> but moving on, let's talk let's talk about some more games, um, NFL games around the league. Uh 
Thursday, the Colts destroyed the Titans. That was surprising to me. I thought the Titans were one of the premier teams in the league. Derrick Henry, you know, you guys know how much I love Derrick Henry. That's on my fantasy team. Um, and he just got destroyed. Uh, Phillip Rivers came out there and had one of those games. It's hard to pinpoint Phillip Rivers. Because one game, he's dealing. He can't miss. And the next game, he's throwing four or five interceptions. Um, we got the Washington football team versus the Lions. Uh, I don't know if I'm really in- interested in that one. But that's a big game for the uh, football team, obviously, because they're in second place trying to catch up with the Eagles. And then we got the Eagles and the Giants. That's a big game. Um, the Giants can get back in the division, get back in the um, conversation about winning that division. Also, another big game we tomorrow at 12 p.m., we have the Buccaneers and the Panthers. Man, I think everybody's just saying that the Buccaneers going to win this game because of Tom Brady. Once again, the Eagles, um, people letting that name get that uh, the name on the back of that jersey getting away uh, the product that's on the field um, people just saying that the Buccaneers going to beat the Panthers the Panthers are a good team even though they, they've they've lost uh, six games whatever it is they've lost five games whatever it is they lost um, the Panthers been in every game um, they had a shot to actually beat the Saints um, they had a shot to beat the Chiefs um, so most of these games, the Panthers are actually right there in these games. So if you're thinking that the Buccaneers are going to go roll over these people in the field, um, you're mistaken. Um, I'm actually, I actually like them for upset this week. Uh, it hurt that Christian McCaffrey just came back. Um, and he's probably going to miss this game too. Um, that sucks because he's in my fantasy league. I really need him right now. Um, a lot of people getting hurt. Jaguars, Panthers, the Packers are going to try to keep up, keep pace with the Saints. They need that win. Um, the Dolphins and the Chargers, two young quarterbacks, Justin Herbert and two attack of lure. Um, two young guns out there. That's going to be a good one to watch. That's going to be on around 2, two o'clock, 2, two or 5. Um, the Bills and the Cardinals should be another interesting one. Um, two young guns, Josh Allen and my boy Kyler Murray. Um, there's a lot of good games. Um, Texas, um, Houston, and Cleveland. You got Baker Mayfield and Deshaun uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, there's a lot actually a lot of good games coming on tomorrow. Um, you're gonna also get get the, of course get the Saints. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna get a chance to watch them Saints crush the 49ers or or whatever it is they put out there on the field. We only can play what they put out there on the fields. So, I want to talk about surprises of the year. Um, one of my surprises of the year has to be the whole NFC East division, or NFC least, as I like to call them. Um, <clears throat> like, how is it possible we're midway through the season and first place is a team that has Philly, has three wins, four losses, and a tie in their first place. The closest team to them is two and seven, or two and six. How is that even possible? They should be disqualified from even playing professional football for the rest of the year. They should just be banned. Like, it's over with. That's a big surprise. Um, Am I surprised the Cowboys are garbage without Dak? No, I'm not surprised. Um, Because they was already garbage with him. But at least the garbage didn't stink as bad. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, the Eagles, I don't know what's going on with the Eagles. I'm still confused as to why they decided to draft Jalen Hurts. And, I mean, I haven't really tuned into a lot of Philadelphia games because, I mean, people only watch, let's be honest, people only watching the NFC East if you just want, you just having a bad day and you just feel like laughing at something. You know, it's just bad. You don't, you're not watching that to watch football, to root for no type of football. There's something going on down there, but it ain't football. Um, it's just interesting. I, I I figured somebody would have been halfway decent or at least would have went a winning, a winning record, not with three wins winning, winning the division. I thought people, I thought they would be better over there. That's a surprise. But um, also, I'm going to tell you a surprise, man. Is the uh the Panthers? The Panthers are actually I don't know what people was predicting the Panthers to do or how good they was for, or what the, the wins were projected to be for them. But uh man, they done been in every game. They ain't, they ain't been blown out. Uh, had a chance to beat the Chiefs. Uh, had a chance to beat the Saints. Probably has a good chance to beat the Buccaneers. Um. So they're actually doing pretty good, better than I thought they would be doing. They've been without Christian McCaffrey for most of the year. Um, a lot of more key injuries, just like everybody else is dealing with. Um, so they're actually dealing with it better. Um, I can't say I didn't expect the Houston Texans to be bad. I mean, you traded D-Hop basically for a running back that was couldn't stay healthy. Um, but I, I can't say I expected them to be that bad. Uh, so those are my surprises, really, of the season up to this far. Uh, my surprise player for the Saints is Trey Henderson. Um, man, I didn't see this coming. I, I, I really, I just didn't see this coming. Um, I knew he had the talent. He was a, a skilled kid. When we drafted him in the third round, I believe it was. Uh, but we drafted, Mar- we, we gave up two first round picks on Davenport for a reason. So, um, I'm not going to get caught up into the hype really too much because obviously Cameron Jordan's getting doubled and triple teamed. So obviously when you getting one-on-ones with, um, a player that's as good as you or uh, not as good as you, obviously you're going to win most of those, which, what you're supposed to do. That's not no knock to him. Um, I'm just not going to get carried away with it. I think you put Davenport in those situations if he, he remains to be healthy. And we're going to see the potential and the flashes that we expected from him when we drafted him. Um, when you're looking at Davenport, actually, the games that he's played in, you've seen he's made a big play in every every game. You've seen the flashes. Um, and that's not to take nothing from Henderson. Obviously, like I said, that's the big surprise is he's actually third in the NFL or second in the NFL and sacks first on the team. Um, I think he's just capitalizing on his advantage. Uh, he's probably going to be looking for a big payday. It, it, w- it, w- it will probably take nothing short of a miracle for the Saints to bring him back. With us, we have to pay Marshawn Lattimore, Marcus Williams, um, Ryan Ramchak. Um, we got to decide if we're going to keep that uh, linebacker we just traded for, Alexander, uh Sheldon Rankins, guys like that, you know what I'm saying? Um, so we we have a lot of a, a lot of stuff. We then also on the uh, quarterback quarterback position, 
me personally, I think we need to um, put some money to the side and make sure we get Jameis back in the building. I know everybody wants Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill. But I just don't. Even Sean Payton said he's going to be the one that take over for Drew Brees. I just... All right, let me give y'all a little backdrop of Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill in college is basically played the same way he played right. He plays right now. Besides lining up at quarterback and linebacker and running back and tight end and all this other stuff that he does. Um, he did a lot of running the ball. And with that comes, you know what I'm saying, a, a lot of injuries. So he stayed injured, you know what I'm saying, a lot in college. Uh he had a lot of injuries to his shoulders, and I want to say he had an injury to his leg. Don't quote me on that last one, but I know he had an injury to his uh, his, his shoulder. That's what happens when you, you're a running quarterback and you constantly run the ball. Look at Cam Newton, you know. Um, it's only so long that you're going to be, your body's going to hold up to linebackers and 250-pound guys, 230-pound guys hitting you constantly. Um, eventually, that's going to take its toll on you. Uh, I just don't see the future of our team running quarterback powers. You know what I'm saying? All the time. Or lining up on special teams, tackling dudes, getting getting smacked around, trying to block 300 pound dude. I just don't see you doing that with a guy that's your future at quarterback. You know? Obviously, I, I guess I get why you bring in Jameis Winston. But let's be honest. If something was to go down, Jameis Winston is the quarterback. Like, that's no debate about that. Jameis Winston is if something. God, knock on wood. Let me knock on wood. Y'all heard me. Um, Jameis Winston is the quarterback. And honestly, I think we'll be, be okay. Um, I think Taysom Hill would, would have a bigger package, but I just don't. Taysom Hill couldn't stay healthy, and that's the point that I was getting to. Um, we only seen him throw the ball this season twice. Um, throughout his career with the Saints, that might be the most that we've ever seen him throw the ball. That We might not never see Taysom Hill throw the ball for the rest of the season. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's just not what he is. We know that Jameis Winston is a proven winner. He's a proven passer. Has a talent. He's very talented. Has a, a, a very gifted arm. Um, so we know what we're getting from him. Um, we really don't know with Taysom Hill. We just don't know. And as much as we like Taysom Hill, we just don't know. So... Um, it's going to be huge, man. Um, because of the COVID, I think that uh, the salary cap is going to be lower than everybody's expected. So, man, we're going we're gonna to lose a lot of pieces. Uh, I'm just hoping we can just keep the right ones in place. So, yeah, Trey Henderson is definitely my, one of the surprise players for me. Um, disappointments of the year. One of the disappointments of the year. Disappointments of the year for me um, is the New England Patriots. Now, everybody going point gonna point to Cam Newton and talk about how bad he is, or how bad he's been playing. But let's be serious for a second. Tom Brady left for a reason. You know what I'm saying? He went to Tampa because they had more weapons, better defense. Uh, uh, he, I feel like he felt like he had a better chance to win it with us. Forget all the malarkey. Whatever that man felt, he pulled the LeBron on us. That's how I feel. Um, I'm just disappointed because even I felt like the offense was struggling. 
but it would be better because a cam can scramble around and make a lot of more plays and pick up some yards, the hidden yards on the ground and make plays, be the Superman or, or 60% of the Superman that we used to see. Um, that's not even it. I thought the defense would be way better. Bill Belichick, we always talk about Bill Belichick. I thought that defense was going to at least make... We wouldn't, like, at this point, well, I'm saying we, I'm not a Patriots fan. I thought they would win way more games than what they have done. Right now, it's looking like they got, they going to have a chance to draft Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or something. Um, so, that's a disappointment because I really thought, um, I guess it's hats off, you know. Uh, I guess everybody's entitled to have a bad season. I just thought Bill Belichick was going to come in there and like I'm going to show y'all I didn't need Tom Brady or I can still make it to the playoffs and which they still can but up to right now it's just a disappointment um, another disappointment uh, Marshawn Lattimore man to me I'm 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 uh, with a Marshawn Lattimore uh, he's had an up and down season the Saints defense as a whole really has but mm, as Marshawn Lattimore goes, so does the Saints defense and the team. Because when he's able to have games like he's had against Mike Evans or the Julio Jones in the butt pick way back in the day, if y'all remember that, if you don't, go Google it. Um, we usually win, you know. It's just straight cut and dry like that. He makes it so much easier on everybody else when he's able to shadow and shut down a whole part of the field. Uh coming into a contract year, I thought this was going to be the year we just seen it. And up to right, up to now, we just haven't. And I'm a Lattimore fan. And he just seems to get beat by unnamed guys. And maybe he's not as interested when it's not a big matchup. I don't know what it is. I just hope he gets his focus back and he continues to build off the good game that he just had. But, man... This is going to be a little short show. Uh, I just want to say thank you guys for the support that you showed me and Scott. Um, I know he's not here right now, but I'm sure he would agree with me. We appreciate you guys listening, supporting us. Um, another thing is, I would, or we would love for you guys to leave voicemails. Um, you can leave voicemails. We open to all criticisms, um, support suggestions. Um, I had a guy ask me if we do hockey. I don't know. We don't do hockey, but man, if somebody asked us to do hockey, we'll do hockey. We'll have hockey up here. Uh, we'll do we'll do golf, whatever. We just appreciate appreciate you guys' support. And once again, um, if you guys will leave us voicemails, any suggestions, criticisms, um, we appreciate it. But once again, man, it's Jay from the Gridiron, man. Y'all have a good one. Deuces. <laughs>